Welcome to this late hour. A look at the world through the lens of scripture. I'm your host, Casey Knowlton. of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing it changes you if you take a genetic editing right. uh, just as an example it's you who exactly. are changed yeah. and of yeah. course this has a big impact on yeah. your identity yeah. there is a lot of talk these days about hacking computers and email accounts and bank accounts and mobile phones but actually we are gaining the ability to hack human beings. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act to supplement provincial and territorial capacity to address the blockades and occupations. This morning we're seeing evidence that Russia's full-scale assault on Ukraine is intensifying. Russia is attacking both military and civilian targets. So how much are these doctors being paid to kill people like Scott Quiner? The hospital gets an incentive payment for putting a patient on a ventilator. They get another incentive payment if the patient dies and is given a COVID diagnosis. The coroner gets extra money for a COVID diagnosis. CRT is racist. It is abusive. It discriminates against one's color. Let me educate you. An honest dialogue does not oppress. An honest dialogue does not implement hatred or injustice. It's to communicate without deceiving people. This, this here is mifepristone. This is the first of two pills you would take to end a pregnancy, and it would indu induce an abortion, this very pill. I want to show you how easy it is and safe it is by taking it myself. You're taking it. Are you, are you not, are you, you're not pregnant, are you? I would say that this is going to end uh, a pregnancy. This exactly. would be my third abortion. We will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. And yes, it will be pubs and clubs and other things if we have a positive case there. Our response may be differently, different if we know that people are fully vaccinated. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. And now is the time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's going to be a new world order. Welcome everyone to Season 2 of This Late Hour. For those who don't know, that was a repeat of the first trailer for this season. Wow, a lot can happen in only a few months, can't it? Birth pains continue to increase as the world falls headlong toward the coming judgment. While the first trailer was only meant to highlight the times we are in, there are topics coming down the road related to it. Like what or who is the World Economic Forum? And why are so many of the world's leaders connected to it? Yes, in these days it will only become more and more critical that we guard our heart, for they are the wellspring of life, as it states in Proverbs 4.23. I have found it is far too easy to allow the weight of this world to crush me in spirit. In fact, these last few months have had their own share of difficulties for me. In January, I lost a dear friend and father figure to COVID-19. What pains me most about his passing is that I believe it was completely avoidable. While the scriptures assure us that all of our days are ordained or numbered, just as it says in Psalm 139, it doesn't change the evil that took place. 
No, my family has not escaped the pains and perils of this pandemic. Like many of you listening, we have tasted those valleys of shadow and death also. This man's passing, along with the continued disintegration of our civilization, has prompted me to go all in this season. If you heard Trailer 2, you'll know that I hope to have an episode out each week. I think it's important to make the most of the time, friends, for the days are evil. That said, Season 2 will be a bit different than last season. Last year, I started this podcast without a clue what I was doing or where we'd end up. By God's grace, we got 12 episodes. Some related to the last days, many looked into the book of Genesis. We also looked at some of the treasures of the faith explored through archaeology, such as the possible remains of Noah's Ark. There were also several episodes of discussion with my friend and occasional co-host David, including a deep dive into the topic of COVID vaccines. If you haven't had the opportunity to listen to the first season, I'd highly encourage you to go back and start there. But where are we going from here? In Season 2, I will continue looking at the signs of the times, highlighting more treasures of the faith, while still exploring Genesis. With a lot more episodes coming, every month will contain four to five different episodes. There will be a topical episode one week, like today's, then an interview, followed by an informal chat with David or another guest my wife Mandy has talked about coming on, along with a shorter episode focused in on one or two specific news articles. So there's a lot to look forward to as the season continues. But as with any endeavor, it's important first to set a strong foundation. Christ states at the end of his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 7, 24-25, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And then the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. So what are the foundations of this podcast? Today, I'd like to lay out five of the most important things, the cornerstones, if you will, of what this show is founded on, along with its purpose. Number one, the true gospel. Romans 10, 9-10 If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. There are many false gospels running around today, so it's important that we keep our eyes on the real one. Only through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ may we be saved from eternal torment or separation from the Father. This is determined by a person's willingness to turn from their sin, repentance, understanding that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by His grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Romans 3.24-25 One recognizes that there is nothing they can do to earn salvation, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. Ephesians 2, 8-9 Next, they must ask him to be the Lord of their life, or surrender. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, 
God abides in him, and he in God. 1 John 15 In our weakness we cry out to him to save us. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. We then must believe that Christ was raised from the dead, or trust him. For I delivered to you, as of first importance, what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. 1 Corinthians 15, 3-4 Yes, he is risen, friends. It is the great hope of our Christian faith. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. 1 Corinthians 15, 20-23 This is the gospel of Jesus Christ, friends. We were born into sin through Adam, and we may be raised to life through Christ. Our sins were paid for by his death on the cross, and we are promised new life by his resurrection should we repent from our sins, surrendering our life to his lordship and believing that he was raised from the dead, that he is true to his word. It is this foundational truth, the gospel, that comes before all others. For, if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and our faith is in vain. 1 Corinthians 15.14 Number 2 the Great Commission. Matthew twenty four fourteen, And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all the nations, and then the end will come. Matthew twenty eight nineteen through 20 Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Now, a quick side note here on going into the Great Commission on that last verse about baptizing. As part of the, of the true gospel, there's what we might call a next step after repentance and surrendering and trusting in him, which is baptism, which would be proclaiming him and the change that he has done within you. So this is an important next step for those who uh, come to faith in Jesus Christ. But going back to point number two, here Jesus tells us that the end will not come until the gospel has been proclaimed to the whole world, to every people group on earth. He reiterates this just before his ascension into heaven when he commissions the apostles to go and make disciples of all nations or every ethnos or people group. For the believer, this is our central mission, to preach the gospel to all peoples. It is the great task of the church to finish before the end will come. It is why most churches have an emphasis on missions or make a point to support local or international missionaries, those bringing the good news to the lost. It is my goal to shine a light on our progress as a church, on our efforts to finish the Great Commission. Every dollar that comes in to support this show, 10% will be given back to the Unreached Peoples Group Fund, or the UUPG, who has partnered with the Finishing Fund. I will add a link for them in the show description. Next week, dropping on Good Friday, the day of our Lord's crucifixion, will be an interview with the founder of the Finishing Fund, Doug Cobb. He will make a strong case for why we can have confidence in the lateness of the hour. So as the show moves forward, I will keep a strong emphasis on missions and what is happening globally in our sprint toward the finish line of the Great Commission. Number 3. Awareness 1 Thessalonians 5, 
4 through 8. But you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then, let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for the helmet the hope of salvation. To summarize the Apostle Paul here, he is saying that we should be paying attention for the coming of the day of the Lord, not asleep or drunk, because we're not in darkness. While it might surprise everyone else, it shouldn't surprise those of us who belong to Christ who are clothed with the hope of salvation. Truly, this is the heartbeat of the This Late Hour podcast. It is my sincere conviction that the Lord has given me the task of watchman, not to proclaim the exact day of the Lord's return, no one but the Father knows, but to highlight the season of His return. It is the central purpose of this show to point out all that is going on and all that the Lord is doing, bringing it all together as if threading a needle. Having awareness means that I will also expose false gospels so that we stay on guard for being led astray. It is my sincere hope, one that I've held since beginning this late hour, that the show would wake and equip the sleeping Christian and, Lord willing, bring some who are lost into the kingdom of God. Number four. Unity. Ephesians 4, 11-14 And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, until all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children, tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. It is my conviction that I have been given the task of putting out this podcast for you, not to simply entertain, but in the hope of creating unity among the universal church of believers. I will never purposely try to manufacture or create sweet-sounding content that lacks biblical truth for the sake of tickling your ears. I'm not here to be relevant or hip or clever, just honest and observant about what is going on in the world in light of the scriptures. Additionally, I am not here to convince any listener to adopt my particular view on any one doctrine. Those issues that fall outside of our orthodoxy, see episode 1, season 1 for that, are secondary or tertiary issues, ones that have generally kept us separated in our various denominations. Certainly, we may have strong convictions about many of these issues, but these are strange and desperate times we live in, friends. There is strength and wisdom in numbers. A unified faith community is crucial in these days, and will be welcomed as persecution of the church increases. Let us respectfully disagree on such issues and run this race that is set before us, together. Number 5. How 2 Peter 3, 11-12 Since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn? But according to his promise we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. 
How do we live in times such as these without being completely taken out by the constant craziness of all that is transpiring around us? Peter says we are to live holy and godly lives, focused on that day that is coming. It should be nice if I had that all figured out, friends. This life can be overwhelming at times, especially in days such as these when the love of many has grown cold. There are some things that I have found helpful that I will be sharing with you on the podcast as we move through this season. Some will be posted on the main feed, while for deeper, more personal application, I will be posting bonus content onto the Patreon page about once a month. Let us keep our lamps shining brightly as we watch and wait together for that coming day, one that is getting ever closer. Those are the five main pillars of the podcast, the foundation of what this is all about. The true gospel, the great commission, keeping ever alert or having awareness, building unity, and discovering how to walk through this life of faith together. I hope you will join me as I run this race so that we might do so together. Coming next week, Holy Week, an eye-opening and encouraging interview with Doug Cobb of The Finishing Fund will be dropping on Good Friday. You won't want to miss it. Additionally, our friend and co-host David will be coming on to discuss his own faith and particular denomination with a shorter episode following at the end of the month, highlighting one of many crazy news articles that showcase the days we find ourselves in. If you are enjoying these podcasts, please give the show a five-star review on iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you would like to support the show, please click on the ACAST supporter link or visit my Patreon page, which can also be found in the show description. If you have questions or comments, please send me an email at thislatehourpodcast at gmail.com or visit our Twitter at Casey Knowlton or the Facebook page This Late Hour. Thank you so much for joining me for this first episode of Season 2 of This Late Hour. Stay on the alert, dear ones. Until next time, God bless. You have been listening to this late hour. Your contribution helps pay our fees, improve our equipment, and build better content. It is my hope that your continued support of our show may bring future interviews and exclusives. Our goal is to always be improving our show so that the church may be strengthened in our mission to bring salt and light to this present darkness. May God richly bless you.